Here at Adam Up Accounting, we're glad to help you during tax time. But if you're also a larger seller, if you uh, need to run payroll, if you really want some help running those uh, bookkeeping reports, because I know how good you are at that, uh, we're happy to help you. We have uh, really good affordable monthly plans on these uh, higher seller, um, you know, you're running it like a business, you've got some good amount of income, we'd be happy to take care of you so that your uh, accounting needs are taken care of. Well, I don't want to talk to you, though. I don't want to call up and just get some office off in, you know, New, New Brunswick or somewhere. <laughs> hey, we're here. You can message us on our website, shoot us uh, a message on social media. We'd be glad to help you out, kind of tell you what options we have so that you can be more organized and teach you and help you make more money and pay less to Uncle Sam. What's your website, and where do I find you on social media, then, my friends? Everything's Adam Up Accounting. Uh, you can look us up there on our website. You can follow us, get some Wednesday wisdom. We try to give you some tips. You can also link through the uh, podcast, Death Files and Taxes. Get those taxes uh, taken care of so you have more time to make money elsewhere. We sell your items online. Go ahead, declare. favorite time. D-Roy's got some wisdom. He's going to bring it hard today. Um, I'm still winded. I just brought up, uh, you know, some, some waters. Out of I was wondering what you were doing there. Uh, yeah, winded. That's why I got to, you know, do something about my, my weight, my health, my three different blood pressure medications. The doctor keeps telling me to do stuff, but I, I just kind of ignore it, you know. Well, you got to listen to those guys. Yeah, so, so we'll be working on That's I'm a little, little winded. But. As our friend Pelly would say, our friend Willie would say, there's a lot more old uh, drunks than there are old, old doctors, so let's have another round or something like that. that sounds good. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's how he treats doctors. The, the listeners are dying to know about your Vegas trip. They're dying to know how it went down there for you boys. Well, the fact that you're listening to this means it happened, and uh, more details to follow. Ooh. we got to tease them out. we got to make you earn it. The problem, I, I wasn't able to make the trip, and, and uh, man, I I definitely um, was missed, let's just say that. There's always next time, Adam. There is always I next think time. next year, hopefully, this becomes an annual tradition. So. I, I would love it to become an annual tradition. Um, I, I Regardless of who's playing in the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, just go. We'll just, we'll just, yeah, it's like I'm going to share something fun. Uh, there's always, old books are always something fun to look at, right? I mean, that's always... There's a big bolo on those. There's the right books are worth a lot of money, and uh, some books are priceless. Um, I had a, a journal that I found the other day. Uh, well, I actually found it a couple years ago, but I was reading it the other day. It was my great great grandfather who was on uh, an ecclesiastical vacation in the Sandwich Islands back in the late 1800s. Uh, really cool. I mean, they wrote beautifully back then, and, and I could read it. And he is, uh, I, I guess, I'm his namesake. Um, we share the same name, but he was he was writing some really good details of, of apparently this big birthday bash that they had, and uh, he went into very good detail about the food, the the oyster stew, the, these all these things. Which speaking of, I've got I've got uh, clam chowder in my truck. I got to get that. 
Um, he, he went into a lot of details, and it just made me, I guess, maybe that's where my love of seafood came from. Long lost, you know. I understand that they would do plays that were uh, scary plays, and he enjoyed them. <laughs> so I don't know if you got all the, all the traits or not. That's just why I, I skipped ahead in the same book. I, I borrowed a journal or two from you. I skipped ahead and saw that he, uh, not only that, but he invited all the people that like that kind of stuff to still listen to his program. So not you, can, you can learn from him. <laughs> no, but that, old books, like you said, is one of those I really enjoyed uh, reading. There's been some other stuff, even stuff that I didn't think was worth any money. Um, there was an old book that I had the other day. It was a building code from 1997, and I was just going to just... Fascinating. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like, I'm like, I'll just look that up. Man, it was worth like 50 bucks. Really? Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever this That sounds is. like printed chloroform. Yes, printed chloroform. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you probably have in your house, and it is getting close. Uh, it's probably, you know, Christmas time has either come or passed, or even in the future. It's just the season. It is it's the, the holiday season all season. year round. Um, you know, you might be looking to, uh, you know... Uh, some people want to become minimalists. They're all about getting rid of stuff. That's true. You, you got two choices. You can just get rid of it and be done, which uh, I understand that. Or you can sell that stuff and make money and then go on a trip and continue to become a, a minimalist. Well, it's a good time of year to source that kind of things because people are downsizing, minimalizing, saying we don't need this or that, or get rid of Uncle Joe's collection that we've been hanging on to all these candy wrappers for some reason that he's had. And, and whatever, and they're getting rid. They don't know the value of certain things, and so uh, if they're just you know cleaning the house, or you know the husband, they're tired of his junk, or who knows what. There's a million things, but if you look online, if you're savvy, if you look around, uh, there's an opportunity to pick up the stuff that they're getting rid of. A lot of times, it's an emotional thing. We're minimizing. We're we're downsizing. We're getting rid of this. They don't really care about the money or associate the money with what they've spent on it. They just want to get rid of the items. So that's where you come in. You swoop in. You buy it, you put it on eBay, and he buys, the husband buys his stuff back secretively when when uh, the spouse isn't paying attention or something like that. I'm going to tell you, becoming a minimalist, I, I guess, you know, at, at, at one point, and I think it comes from either our, our grandparents, great-grandparents, you know, they lived during the Depression, you know, they, they saved everything. My, it was my, a great one from what I understood. Yeah, my grandmother would save uh, wrapping paper, she would still use reuse aluminum foil several times yes, over, still good. Uh, you know, all of those things. So I, I guess I kind of grew up with that. Like I said, I wasn't, you know, I, I, I was poor. You know, we didn't have a lot of extra money, so we were, you know, you ate everything that was on your plate. You didn't throw stuff away. And, and I guess now that's kind of what makes me feel guilty. In some instances, I, I feel like I have to, you know, not overindulge, but, you know, you can't be uh, ungrateful for things. Uh, Thanksgiving pie. There was a lot of Thanksgiving pies, and we were we, we were told to take some home, and I'm like, no, I don't need another side of diabetes with it, but but we were given all of these pies, and I came to the point where I'm like, I am literally killing myself with, with sweetness. I'm going to die a happy man, but I, I took like my, my sixth slice, because we had two pies. Well, let's real talk. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's derail. This is important. Favorite pies. Let's, let's hear some of your, what are your favorite pies? Uh, French silk, that's that's my, my go-to. But Thanksgiving, man, there was uh, my, my brother-in-law, he made a, a chocolate um, banana pie. Oh, that'd be good. And, and that's what, we, we got two of them, because there were so many that there were extras, and he said, we're not taking this home, you take it. So it was, I, I ate about six pieces. Um, <laughs> a half a pie, give or take. A, a little more, a little, little more, give or take. And, that was the gift part. And, and, and that, you know, this is me and my family ate some, but we had like, 
three quarters of the pie left. And this was like day three, and I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. So I ate a small sliver, and I threw the rest away. Wow. Minimalist. Okay. You, you won that battle. I, I guess, again, I still, I mean, this was months ago, and I still feel guilty about it. So I don't pecan, man. I like a pecan oh. pie. I had one of those Sunday nights. That was really good. We have a this year. Always classic. You can't go wrong with pumpkin. Pumpkin's always good. A little good. sweet potato. A little better than pumpkin. I, Same vein. A little better. Ne- never really enjoyed the mincemeat. That was not This my... year we had a, uh, it was a, uh, what was it? It was a s'mores pie. Oh, boy. It had the graham cracker crust. It had oh. your, your chocolate filling, your silk filling, and it had a marshmallow top. This that is, was good. This is not helping my try not to be in the husband. Okay, I just had to get. I had to, I had to get there. It was just. It came up. and said Thanksgiving. We haven't ever talked about. That's that's what you get when you listen to death piles. And my wife likes that. a good cherry. Ooh. You get that L mode. Ooh, it's good stuff. I love a good uh, you know apple crumble on the top. Uh, now you put cheese on your apple pie. Some people put a slice of uh, American cheese on their their apple pie. What? It's a thing you do. What? Yeah, look that up. I've never tried it. Next oh. thing you're going to tell me, that stupid thing that's going around social media that in Utah we have cranberry and pickle pie. That's just crap. Nobody puts cheese on their apple pie. That's a thing. No, it's not. By the restaurants. I, uh, false. If, you, if you've ever had cheese on your apple pie, uh, add Adam up in county, let him, let him hear about it. I know it's a thing. I know it's true. I, I, I have lactose problems, so I don't indulge that much, but it's a thing that can happen. Uh, but here's the thing, Adam, that kind of caught me off guard. You know, I'm always looking for new things. I'm always, you know, watching things come into play. There's a card shop that's opened up a little north of us, uh, kind of up by our, our buddy Pelican. Okay. And it's called Kayfabe Cards. Oh, shut up. So you know how excited I got. Oh, shut Kid up. on Christmas morning, I'm like, there's a there's a wrestling card shop. Because we all know Kayfabe, if you go back and listen, we have an episode about it. And the, the logo was like a, a guy wearing a wrestling mask, like a Lucha Libre. Oh, boy. So I got all excited, and then I go to their, their Facebook group, because I'm going to see what they got or who it is. I probably know them or, you know, know of them. And it's, it's guys, they sell, like, Magic the Gathering and Pokemon cards. They don't sell any wrestling cards at all. So my bubble was burst. Wow. A lot in the business name, though. So then I think, well, why do you name it that when you're trying to attract this customer? I don't understand. So I still want to figure this out. I might, when we take our big trip up there that we're going to take at some point in the next five years, I put that on our business plan. We talked about goals and that kind of thing last week. We will make it up to uh, our big thrifting meetup that we've promised for, you know, going on half a decade now. But I I want to know why they named it that to sell these other cards. People don't know. I mean, it's been a while. We have some longtime listeners. We have a lot of new listeners every, every week, every month, all over the world, which we appreciate you listening to us. If you like what you hear... You know, rate us, you know, give us some feedback. If you don't like what you hear, thanks for listening this long. You don't got to listen anymore. Yeah, if you don't you know, like it, we're not for you, we get it. Rate us, like us. I mean, some of the best reviews. You give us a five-star on the way out. Yeah. Some of the best reviews I have, because my, my, my account, I'm, I think I'm hitting 200. 200 reviews. Um, anyways, I, I think my three best ones are the, the, the one-stars. People that were just downright ticked off at me because I wouldn't do something for them. The one guy couldn't believe that after our 15-minute conversation that I gave to him for free that I was going to charge him to meet with me, which I, I really like that. But um, anyways, where was I going, D-Roy? I, I, oh, you, you, we kind of go off on tangents. You know, we try and share our, our thoughts and, and everything. So we appreciate you listening, all the new people, the old people. Uh, and I mean old, I mean long-time listeners. I, aged, we, from the 3-year-olds to the 300-years-old. We definitely keep it 
I'd say 85, 90% clean, Derek. We, this is a PG show. Derek's kind of got one of those uh, trucker mouse, but I try to tell him to turn it off at the door. Um, but we try to kind of, um, I don't know, present a front. And I believe that's what a kayfabe is, D-Boy. Uh, can you just elaborate, just, just a smidge, what you mean by that term kayfabe? If, if those of you that don't know, Derek, he, he's, he's in the know. He's one of those guys, um, even though this is a niche show, he gets even nichier with his wrestling crew. So elaborate what came well, we, we did a whole episode about it, but here's, I'll just do it in resale terms. If I found an item that I'm reselling, and I know where to pick it up, and I can get it for the cheap, and I have a friend that I want to turn on to the same item, I'm not going to tell everyone, hey, this item is here for cheap because it's going to get flooded, and you're not going to be able to sell it. So if I was to say, hey, Adam, you can get this item here, and it's reselling it you know, a hundred times profit, but keep a kayfabe. That means it's just between us. It's kind of our little secret. So if something's kayfabe in the wrestling world, it was a uh, staying character. So the bad guys back in the day would say they're a bad guy. If you see them out in public, they're not hanging out with the good guys. They keep their parts. If you go up to them and they're a bad guy, they're going to be mean to you, that kind of a thing. But in reselling terms, how we've kind of re- rephrased it or whatever, it's just kind of keeping it, Kind of keeping it on the DL, keeping it kayfabe. So when you were hanging out with, with, with Paul Bear, was he talking to you like, Oh, yeah, brother. Brother Everett, let's go and get us a French silk pie. I, I think you're mixing up your Paul Bear and your brother Love, but very good. Uh, you know, I, The Undertaker, for example, just retired recently Yeah. Uh, for reals, and now he's going out of character. The whole time, his whole career, even though everyone knew that he wasn't a dead man, that, uh, you know was a deranged dead man that was going out for uh, vengeance, depending on the storyline, sometimes after his own brother who was burned in a fire. But other times it was, you know, just to ruin Hulkamania or whatever. But he'd stay in character. And, you know, he didn't do a lot of interviews or that kind of thing. Now he's uh, he's been on Seth Rogen, or not Seth Rogen, Joe Rogen. Joe Rogen. Same guy. They've never been in the same room at the same time that I've ever seen. So anyway, but he's went on, you know, a few podcasts and things, and he's talking as now he's now he's Mark Calloway, his, his real person. He's talking... You know, outside. Anyways, it's it's kind of like a movie star, but it'd be like if uh, if Harrison Ford always had to be Indiana Jones. Oh no! So even out in public, he's Indiana Jones. But you know, it's it's just a different world and that kind of thing. So wasn't one of those uh, you know old older wrestlers kind of? I, I swear I saw it one of those uh, AEW things um, or whatever. He he's like now a, a mayor in in Tennessee. Oh, or something. oh Kane, the Undertaker's brother. Yeah, that's what he yeah. You just brought up something perfect. I love when you when you segue into the right thing. This is kayfabe, brother. Adam. Okay, yes. um, not, not real. When I was down with the COVID a couple uh, a while ago, you know, kind of didn't really do anything. Watched uh, some some Netflix and TV. There's apparently there's a show that Jeff Foxworthy does about items and what they're worth. It's kind of like a you know a virtual um, road show. You know, oh, I would be interested. And, and it's Jeff Foxworthy. I mean, you know, he's pretty, pretty entertaining guy. You might have some worth some money here. Yeah, Did he it, pick this up down the Cracker Barrel, that kind of thing. There was there was a lot of different interesting because you know people pick up stuff and it's worth money and, and you you know you don't know why you may not know why. There was a, a lady. Her dad was a security guard, very well known security guard at Woodstock. And they had an amazing, pristine security jacket from Woodstock, which, you know, reminded me of you, because I know you've had some Woodstock tickets that you had. 
but they had this like pristine and it was like really like a a one of one type thing priced for like $25,000. So not saying that that's everything, but there's going to be some weird unique things. Uh, I saw something today that again was a weird and unique that I never would have thought before. Um movie premiere tickets. There's like a movie premiere ticket to um Sounds like we're in the stabby. Yeah, think I think somebody's rest, broke in. I think, I think uh, that's the rest this, of that window. This might be our, our final final <laughs> show. Somebody's going to come stab us with some glass <laughs> from a broken window. The, the, the Home Alone uh, movie premiere tickets, you can get those graded. Like, there's some really unique and weird things that, you know, five years ago, I would have never told you that it's really worth, you know, big dollars. But apparently... There's a lot of people that are looking for a lot of items that are worth some money. If you're, if you're interested in things or think something's kind of odd or whatever, I mean, do a little research. You might find other people. Uh, wrestling cards, it's been a big thing for me recently. I got into it a few years ago. I think we've talked about it on the show. I always kind of followed wrestling or kept up on it, but I wasn't a big uh, a big seller. I didn't collect wrestling cards growing up, but now I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in the inner circle. I'm talking to, to people down the daily about things and, uh, the other day, I was sending you know messages back and forth with our buddy Rob and uh, our buddy Zan and, and Dave Peck and a few people and some of the bigger names in the in the uh, industry. But to average people, who knows who those people are? But if you're in the know, you know who they are. And anyways, the thing is, there's money to be made there, and I was able to find. And it's just whatever you're into or what you know a little bit about, dig into it. You think, well, everyone knows this, or it's not worth anything, or it's no big deal. You might be surprised with what what you have or what knowledge you have can turn into. And, and like I said, tickets. Tickets is another weird... Yeah, we've been talking about this for a little while now, but it, it's, still, it's still growing. It's kind of a slower burn, which is good, because a lot of times, uh, if something like gets hot, like fidget, fidget spinner hot, it goes hot for a little bit. Fingerlings. And it burns out. So it's really hot and burns out. You like a slow, gradual burn where it's like it's getting bigger and bigger and then it engulfs the whole forest. So I think with tickets, it's starting to, it's starting to get some traction, but it hasn't went out of control huge, just... Boom, which is good because it's people investing, learning things about it, getting what they like. Uh, there's still opportunities to get in there. Like you're saying, there's Home Alone, uh, movie ticket, premiere tickets. I've said Gone with the Wind forever. I need to take my own advice. Uh, Apple TV just came out with this uh, series on the on the Beatles. It's like 50-something hours. I've been saying Beatles tickets forever. I got Elvis tickets. There's, there's a lot of things out there. So There's this series on uh, My Boy Tommy. Uh, Tommy Brady's got a series about all of his uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances. Soon to be 11 this year when he brings another one home. And it's getting close, Adam. We'll, we'll, by the time this airs, you may or may not be right. You, you know, I mean, that's that's my guy now. I, I root for the older guys. Anytime we, we, we know. Anytime somebody's winning, Adam's got a new guy in town. Yeah, come on. We went, we went with Golden Knights, your BYU-Utah. We uh, now have your Tommy. You've been Tommy for a few years. I, I'm going to watch the uh, basketball team, the BYU basketball team. What happened? You were going to go see Tommy play in Philadelphia. What happened with that? Rona. That, okay. was, that, was, that was when I got the okay. Rona, so it kind of uh, kiboshed that. Um, but, no, I, I'm going to see BYU basketball team tonight. So we'll, we'll Who see. are they playing? Uh, the UVU. Oh, okay. Who are you cheering the for? The alum. I'm, again, I'm showing up in, uh, in green. Oh, that's, uh, that's, green, surprised, that's green, green, Green's my favorite color. Actually, I think I'm going to be wearing pink, but I've got my UVU sweatshirt over there. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Where are they, are they playing at BYU or oh, at UVU? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. At the, D- the David O. McKay Center. There you go. That's what it should be called. Formerly or laterally known as the UCCU Center. 
Okay. We're hoping to light it up the green. I, I, I don't really care. I'm, I just want to go see the good uh, Preseason uh, college basketball, no one really cares till March. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're high up there. I mean, uh, I, you bet they're high. I'm hoping to go see If a, anyone knows anything about BYU, their high really fits. <laughs> oh, really boy. what they're known for. And, and Derek gets salty. Adam, can I read something? Sorry, we'll see if we can make that a smooth segue. Well, of course you can read something. This is breaking news. Now I'm winded from walking your stairs, but no one knows that story. Uh, I just got a message from somebody. Okay. I sold an item, and, and this is what came came my way. So I want your feedback on how this should be handled. Okay. Dear Merchant, they address me as Dear Merchant. Oh. That's never good. The shirt that you sent me is not a woman's medium T-shirt. It's most likely a medium for a child. I matched three women's T-shirts, and this shirt is not even close to the measurements, which I didn't provide any measurements on this so that you know. Those uh, medium shirts, with those me they're not the same measurements as those medium shirts. I'm very disappointed. Please contact me so that we can discuss a return that I believe you should pay since you were advertised is not what you sent. Thank you. You just message it back saying return the item. That's what I'm going to do. That's all you can do. Yeah. You're not in charge of, you know, measuring. Like, I don't know mediums, women's size. I mean, it's I just write what's on the on the shirt, and I didn't give any measurements. She didn't ask for any measurements, so. That's that's on them. I mean, I'd say, I could say maybe you're not a woman's medium, but I don't think that would go over well. I think that could be it. Like, I bought a sweatshirt a couple months ago that I've got one that it fits, same brand, and, and it was the same thing, and it doesn't fit anymore, but it, I don't think it was a sweatshirt. I think it was me. Um, I was no longer a schmedium, and now it's more like a large, so who knows? Yeah, but that's all you can do. It's, there's always going to be people that have questions, and, you know, do your best to, uh, you know, send a message back and, and just do what you can to move on. But I always take returns. Yeah, I uh, got three returns on there, so I will take it. Yeah, always, always stuff. Man, I've got a lot of things. I, it, it's always hard when eBay um, adjusts the algorithms or, or, you know, changes the item specifics. Because um, I've gone in several times, I've tried doing a bulk, and a lot of my cards, you know, got, you know, 100 or so listed. Now it's asking me to say that it's a graded item, so I have to go in. I did this bulk twice, and it, and it still didn't work. So Oh, really? Yeah, now it's having me to go in. I'm up to date, finally. I, I have to go in and, and up to date every stinking thing, and it just, it really kind of ticks me off, because it's just a matter of a yes button, but I've already done it like twice, so it just—I was wondering the other day, I'm like, wait, why are my stuff not going as much as I? It's because I've got forty percent of my store that's not really not, on there not, right now. Not showing up. Did you do it on the bulk editor on the computer? Yeah, I did, I did the bulk editor on the computer. So that might be worth sending an email or something out saying, "Hey, I've done this twice. Uh, yeah. What's 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 going on here? What can you do for me, Adam Beasley, at Adam Upper County?" I need to get a couple more things because I need to get some more. You get some more sales money. You need to get some Rose Bowl money. And some stuff rolling in. Yes, frequently selected. I mean, come on now. Like this is this is basic stuff. You think with all the the bells and whistles that these guys have. Well, well and the thing with eBay with those listings, especially when it comes to cards, you've already put the grade of the card, so yeah. it's obviously graded if it has a great number. So you think that they'd have some sort of thing that would just figure that out and say uh, this is obviously a graded card because here it says the grade of the card is a ten or a two, or if it doesn't have a number in that spot, then it's not graded. Let's see what what's their what's their stock price doing? What are they what are they monkeying around with? Are they losing money or are they making money? Well, by the time this is airing, uh, uh, who knows? Adam? We're not 
We're not live, so when you say whatever this quote is, it could be a whole different story. Heavens, they're only up, uh, you know, 50% since last year. Now they're like 66 but Come on. Come on, eBay. Like, like, help your guys out. I don't make money unless you make money. And we're all in this together, so I will figure it out. Sports cards, uh, they're still doing, like, like I said, I talked to your buddy Brian the other day. He was telling me about some of those PSAs that came back, and... He was excited. They had sold. He sold. Uh, he said he was selling. Here's the thing that I should have a followed up question. He said a lot of them that were tens. He didn't even know who the guys were, and he was selling them for like fifty, sixty dollars each. Now my question should have been, why were you grading people that you didn't know who they were? <laughs> I, I again, I think it was back in the wild, wild west. This is you know, year eighteen months ago when you're just like, hey, this is a rookie. I think he could be good. Let's send it in a grade because it only cost you ten bucks. Yeah, that's a different different place in a different time. Yeah, I mean, you think we're ever gonna get back to to under fifty dollars a car? I I doubt it. I really, I mean, it might get there, but I still think they're so far behind that you know they're not gonna they're not gonna get there anytime soon. So. My my problem is uh, the other day I was doing a little inventory kind of end of the year trying to figure things out. I got a large box that keeps adding to it. And I had kind of, because I've tried some other card companies and stuff too, but there's certain ones that just have to go to PSA because it's more value. Yeah. And that card box is just so full of things I need to send in that I'm not wanting to pay because to do it now it's like $125 yeah. or something's the minimum for your express. It's not quite worth that, but one that gets back down to like, you know, between a, a hopefully a seven or 10 would be awesome, but the 25 to 50 range is more in that range. I'm just like, I just got so much to do to send in, and it, like, it just keeps piling and acquiring more. Uh, the other day, so I've been buying some, uh, I've got lucky and I found these, uh, they were like Walmart hanger packs from like back in the 80s. So I got found these uh, 1989, they were sealed wrestling cards. Oh, yeah, I saw you opening those. Open those. I had two Ultimate Warrior 1989 rookies, Ooh. which uh, most people think 1990 rookies is rookie year. So it's a hard card to get. Hold two right from the thing, slab them, you know, and now I gotta get them sent over so I can grade them and and I sell them or do whatever I do with them. I also was buying and investing in. There was a Transcendent. It was like this premium. It was a box, a case. Oh, I remember you telling me. It was like twenty thousand dollars. Where that Vince McMahon card came out of. Uh, but I've been buying a lot of like the Ric Flair cards. They're all numbered to like fifty or whatever. Hold on, let's not skip over. You heard that right, people. Derek says he's been buying twenty thousand dollar boxes of cards. You heard that right. Uh, I've been buying singles from people that paid that. So people paid that, opened up looking for. They're just treasure hunting. They're looking for these big autos, like the Vince McMahon or their whoever. They're looking for the big one one, The Rock or or whatever, and they're paying twenty thousand dollars. And then they have these cards that they don't really care for or want. And a guy like me comes in and says, I'll give you $10 for that Ric Flair card. And they've been selling them to me. Yes. So I've got a bunch of these, but they're like a thick metal. They're really cool. And uh, anyway, I got a bunch of these. I'm going to get them graded. I'm thinking, well, if they came $20 or $20,000 packs, if I get them, they should be in good condition. They look to be in good condition. They come back 8 to 10 Those things are going to be two to $500. And I'm paying $10 for them. However... I want to utilize and get the most bang for my buck. I think they should go PSA, but I don't want to pay $150, and that way I'm only making $50, maybe $100 a card. I'd rather make more. So yeah, hey, making more is always good. So. so that's where I'm at on this kind of thing. Can I can I share something with you? I bought something for, for my PC, and, and it's not for my PC because anything I own is for sale. Everything's got a price. Everything's got a price. I don't know if you can you can see it. over back there in the case. Can you see that that uh, graded 
item over there. Go go just take a gander at it. The, the piece of paper? Yes, the piece okay. of paper. Go take go take a gander at it. Like says, there's been something I've been eyeing for, for a while and I was like, man, you know what? I really want that. There's kind of one one of them available. Um, I've got some plans for it. Ike Armstrong. Yes. Who's Ike? You don't know who Ike Armstrong is? I would, well, even if I did know, it wouldn't be a good podcast if I didn't ask you who he was. It's because you don't know. See, that's the best part is, is Derek is a very educated man. Um, very. Very educated. Very. He's taught at colleges before, brought in as a uh, professional speaker. Um, Ike Armstrong. You, you can hire me out if you're interested. <laughs> well, I prefer to use the term pimp him out. Um, That's a different service. We have to cross different state lines. You and uh, oh man, Roy, Rob Schneider, you guys do that together. Um, no, well, if he pays enough, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, Ike Armstrong was the winningest football coach at the University of Utah until about oh, two weeks okay. ago. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. He, he, yeah. he was around in the 30s, 40s. He, he won 141 games at the University of Utah, which is. I know Derek doesn't believe me, but that is where my, my heart and soul lies. Depends depends on the week. We've all heard it. I, I, I do have a Lavelle Edwards signed item, so maybe maybe you're right, too. You got a ball right there that's signed by uh, plenty of BYU members. I, I do. So, so I, I, was, I found this is a PSA authenticated autograph from Ike Armstrong, who, who was, you know, this is from several, several years ago, probably... 40, is Ike still with us? No, no, he's been he's been not with us for your lifetime, I believe. So it's yeah, several years back. You know, and, and I looked because this is kind of before Coach Whittingham was going after the record and, and before he got it. I'm like, man, I want to buy that. So I've got some plans, and you tell me like he bought it graded. Yes, I bought it graded. Okay. It, it was graded. It, it wasn't too it wasn't too bad. It was you know a little bit more you know, but it's the only one. I mean, it's literally it's one of one. Well, that's a little more than you know. <laughs> Would you attempt to crack that, and if you could get Coach Whittingham to sign that same piece of paper and, and put in all-time winningest coach or something inscribed on it and having the two on one signed document that would truly make it a one-of-one one and then send it in to be re-authenticated, would you do that? I think if I had that opportunity, I would do that. Okay. Because that's the top two at that school. Yeah. I mean, because you could get Kyle Whittingham and him, to, like, separate, but there's not going to be anything with them both together. Nothing. And then I'll truly have... If you did that, though, I would keep the uh, the number and everything so that when you resubmit it, I'd let them know this came from this. Oh, because sometimes people, with the autographs and stuff and authenticity and whatever, it's it's a science to it, but sometimes they say, oh, this doesn't, doesn't look, or we can't, who knows, yeah. you know, Kyle could have signed it at the same time. They weren't alive at the same time on the same yeah. piece of paper, so... I would keep your documents just in case something like that happens. Well, I don't know. That just I've been looking. I'm always looking um, at different, unique, cool things because, I don't know, that's the kind of thing that kind of gets me excited. So I, I found that item, and I was really excited about that. I'm, I'm hoping at some point I can, you know, get that uh, inscribement. And, and hopefully, you know, he might think it's kind of cool, too, because he's probably never seen it before. That's true. I mean, who knows? Stranger, so that, stranger things have been known to happen. So that going to books, older documents. Um, it, the eBay algorithm is really kind of cool. Like I said, once you look at something, it kind of sends you on a deep dive of other things. The only other signed autographed item that I saw is apparently he was the athletic director at the University of Minnesota, and there was a signed um, contract for one of the head coaches, which I thought, man, that'd be really cool. It wasn't his. It was 
when he's the athletic director of the Well, and so. let's put it this way. So we always say, you know, these weird things, these one-off things that you find or whatever that you have no idea, whatever. There's somebody that had an Ike uh, autograph that they got PSA slabbed and decided to sell on eBay. Exactly. And that's the only one. They put up their price or whatever. Along comes Adam Beasley, and he buys that. And this person, who knows how long they've had it, who knows their whole backstory or whatever, but that's what we're saying with some of your, your different, your stranger things, your things that, like, you think who would want that or whatever. You would be surprised, and now he's got big plans to get the other, the new head coach on there and have the two all-time winning us to this program. But it could be the same with, I mean, all sorts of items. We always talk. Yeah, everything. So and and the the whole way I bought it was kind of unique. Cause if you look at an item, you know, it, it's always I would say it behooves you to to do a little like because then it alerts the seller that somebody looked at it. And I'd say ninety percent of the time they're going to send you an auto generated offer. Yeah, they got the offers out there. It's not going to hurt. Yeah, and on some of the stuff, I mean, if you come across not, I mean, demanding or not like entitled or whatever, and just say, hey, I'm really interested in this item. Uh, you got the back history. How did you get this? Kind of build a rapport and then say, hey, this is my budget. I don't know where you're at, but I'd, I'd offer this. Don't say, what's well, the lowest you go on this? Or, you know, what, what, you, you, we've all played those games before. But if you say, hey, I'm really interested, I'm a big Ute fan, and you think, well, by doing this, it's going to up the price on it. But just say, I don't know if you have much interest in this. I've been watching it for a little while. I'd, I'd offer this price, or I'm in this price range. Is that, is that doable? Is that something that you're, you know, comfortable with? Or, or, you know, and the worst they can say, like, is no. It's firm on the price, or I'm going to raise it up now because you want it. Who knows? But Man, I didn't think of it. I haven't even asked for it. That'd be cool to find out where. But that's what happened is I showed some interest. Um, he, he sent me an offer. I thought about it. I'm like, oh, that's still a little more than I wanted to spend. So I didn't take the offer. And then, you know, I, I looked at it again, and it said, make an offer. So I made an offer that was, you know, $20 less than what the offer, and he, and he took it on the spot. So. Yeah, you can always counter-offer. We all have those things that have sat around for maybe years, and you're just like, I don't even know why I got this. And all of a sudden, they start selling. I've had some candy bar items. Uh, we talk about that a lot of the times. You know, I get different things that have been discontinued or whatever. But there was uh, some, some candy bar-type items that had been sitting for, for a while. I hadn't changed anything. All of a sudden, last couple months, they've just been... They've been selling. It's almost like once one goes, I don't know if it's the same person buys them all or if the algorithm feeds it out to people who like the same kind of thing. I don't know, but it seems like once one thing goes, everything goes. So I don't be afraid to send out offers, make offers, buy weird things. I always just, you know, scan, look at look at what things are selling for, look at how many of those things are selling, and be educated on, on that side too when you're picking up and doing things. The pecan Snickers, Derek's favorite kind of Snickers bar. I haven't even had one. I love a pecan. Like We talked in the last episode about pecan pies and stuff. I love a pecan. I've sold cases of these. I've never had one because I can sell them for 10 to 20 bucks. There's no way I'm eating that. <laughs> it's not worth that money. Not either. for a candy bar. If one gets returned or something or damaged, then <laughs> Happy. This isn't a candy bar size. <laughs> I've compared it to other candy bars, and it seems to be not the same size. <laughs> well, Derek, uh, we're comparing sizes here, so that would be there's two things that are for certain. Uh, death piles and taxes. Something was wild, yeah. Something that you 